It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Now that you've found UBN Radio and discovered our quality talk shows, it's time to spread the word to friends, family, and the universe. 24 hours of music and talk. Radio without limits. That's why people keep coming back for more. That's ubnradio.com. Hey, this is this is Brother Yates. I'm back in town. I've been off the mic for a while. I want to thank Miss Carolyn Wilkins for keeping us rolling here. She's been on the phone. I've been on the on the mic with her while I'm gone. Man, I just got back from a wonderful, wonderful three weeks. I, I think I was gone for three weeks. And I want to say Grenada, Mississippi. I you know I was so impressed that uh, some of my hometown people watched the show and I, and you guys, Anise Williams and. And so many others. I really appreciate you guys giving me the thumbs up, supporting your boy. Uh, before we move on, I I want to say to you guys that the audience and many have been so wonderful uh, supporting the show. And the show is going to continue on, but there's going to be some changes here because I'm going to be traveling. And yeah, your boy is going to be traveling. And so we're going to move to once the first Thursday of every month up until the first of the year. And then after the first of the year, we're still going to do the first Thursday of every month. And I'm looking forward to staying there, hanging there with us. We're still going to be coming with some good good talent, good information, sharing back and forth. I love your emails and stuff. And I got to visit my uh, sister, Christine, Louise. Um, I got to visit my stepmom, uh, Bessie. Love you guys. You did it. It was just so wonderful being there with you. And I got to hang out with my brother, Bobby. I guess I... <laughs> Okay, Bobby, I enjoyed hanging out with you and and um, my sister-in-law there. I mean, it was really wonderful. And uh, I got to hang out with my family at WGNL Radio Greenwood, Greenville, Mississippi. Hey, everybody, check out Sario Hughes down there in Greenwood, Mississippi, WGNL, the hottest radio station in the South. Trust me when I tell you, it's the hottest radio station in the South. Don't fool yourself now. Because everybody think because, you, you know, you West Coast and think you talk about a radio station here on the uh, in, in on the West Coast that it's a big thing. But, man, look here, 104.3 FM, WGNL in, in Greenwood, Mississippi. Papa Hughes, love you, man. Mrs. Hughes, thank you, guys. 
And uh, I, I just can't tell you guys enough how much this trip uh, did for me. I got to hang out with my nephew, Douglas. Now he's a sergeant with the police department. That, that he's, I mean, these guys got, in fact, there's a chance I might be moving back to Grenada, man. I'm looking at my uh, hometown, and I really had a lot of fun going through the South, as I always do. Ate like a madman. I actually ate until I got sick. I couldn't even take care of myself. But that's kind of my sickness there. But anyway, I want to move on a little bit. I got a wonderful guest here today. We're going to do a one-on-one with a young man in here. This brother, you know, this show is about introducing new talents and youth and and the growth of of the people and young people, be that black, white, green, yellow, Asian, doesn't matter. We want to reach out to all the young people. And, and this will give you an example of what the country is going, not listening to... Um, the, our president right now. For the first time, I can honestly say that we have a president that w- listening to him about information and learning and educating yourself is not going to happen. But I want to say something. Uh, and, and and let's go to the political thing. As you see, the health care bills just flopped. I mean, the Republican is seven years repealed and replaced. As you can see, the Republican got the House, the Senate, and the presidency. These people cannot govern. They spent all of this time telling you that Barack Obama did nothing while he was in the White House, but for six months all they've been doing is trying to undo everything that Barack Obama didn't do while he was in the White House. So the next time one of you hit-in-the-head Negroes come up to me talking about Barack didn't do nothing, okay. Just look at how much work is taken for the Republican to, Republican Party to undo all the work that you say this brother didn't do. But you know what's really sad that we know we got an idiot in the White House, and I I, I didn't like George Bush's policies. I I was totally against his policies, and I was totally against Barack Obama uh, bombing Gaddafi. I didn't like that, and that's that's one thing. That my brother, I think you were wrong on him, but you're smarter than me. I love you, and and I appreciate all the good stuff that this president did. But I think uh, him going after Gaddafi was something that didn't have to happen. Uh, um, the same as George Bush going after Hussein, and which was worse going after Hussein in the sense that we're still over there in this. The, the 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 longest war of of this country and with no end in sight with no plans we don't even know what what are we still fighting for what are we still dying and killing people for uh in in, in afghanistan and in in, in in iraq what are we what are we what are we killing people for and why are our young men dying they still haven't given you a damn answer on why this is happening and now you got this idiot. I was just having a conversation with some of my friends, and hopefully some of you are watching this show and don't. I know you're going to be picking at me, but everybody's been calling Kim Young Yoon, Kim Young Yoon nuts. Ah, he's nuts. And I'm first I'm going to start with my African-American brothers. Uh, this is a personal person thing. Negro, Kim Young Yoon have not shot one of your brothers in the back. This president of North Korea, the leader of North Korea, has not jailed you in this country. Uh, this man, Kim Jong-un, has not done anything to hold you back 
from uh, from feeding your family? Uh, why are you hating Kim Young Yoon so much when you got to fight the police department right here? Now you you guys know I'm very police sensitive here because I support the police department. I go out and talk with the police department. I try to get involved with the police department, but we can't deny the fact that we are being shot and killed by the police department here in the United States of America. And that policeman that's shooting and killing your ass got an American flag, not a North Korean flag on his shoulder. And you're sitting here up here worrying about what North Korea uh, leader has done. And, and this is what's really frightening. I don't speak Korean. I haven't talked to not one uh, American, white or black, Personally, I haven't talked to in, in none, and, I, and I've traveled many states over the last uh, three weeks. I haven't found any of us that spoke, that speak Korean. How in the hell we know what this man is saying? I know what Donald Trump is saying because I speak a little bit of English. <laughs> I know you like that English. But in all jokes aside, I, I understand English, and I know an idiot when I see it. And we got a freaking idiot up there that is threatening nuclear war. An idiot. And then here it is, you're listening to this lying-ass White House, this lying-ass president, and all of the representatives of this lying-ass president telling you that Kim Jong-un is ready to blow you out of the water, and all of a sudden you believe it. When did you start believing anything that Donald Trump and his cronies and clowns are saying that is more dangerous than anything else that you people are listening to a liar and taking his word for it now you're doing the same thing they did with dick cheney fear 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 more fear more fear more fear then you can look up they're gonna start taking away more of your rights more of your travel plans they, they're just gonna destroy everything that we have fought for for democracy under the fear, 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 fear the boogeyman. America got a new boogeyman. We ran out of boogeymans. We killed Hussein. We killed Gaddafi. Now you need a new boogeyman. We done found a new boogeyman and all you crazy ass black folks and white folks running out here ready to go and cause a nuclear war and think that it's going to be isolated in that little territory over there. I don't know who is more out of the mind, the American people of this idiotic asshole president. Because some of you people are stupid out here to believe this man all of a sudden. I know Yakes is, I'm being Uncle Yakes right now, I'm being Uncle Larry, Uncle Larry, and listening to this man talking about a nuclear weapon. It does not matter whether you like North Korea or not. The mere fact is the simple fact is they have nuclear capabilities they have nuclear capabilities it doesn't matter what you're going to go in there and rush in there and try to bullhorn or mad dog this freaking bull but guess what they got nukes and you can do all the huffing and puffing and blowing if you want to but you got to think twice before you run into this freaking hornet nest now you bombed, we bombed, we forget. They created the nukes to keep us out. That's why they created the shit, because remember, United States bombed them, what, it was in the 30s, I think. We bombed them like crazy. You bombed Japan, and you're bombing everybody. Bomb, 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 like, uh, what was the name? Uh, McCain said, bomb, 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 Iran. Well, you can't rush in there on Iran now, can you? 
Because Iran got new capabilities. Now everybody got new cap- capabilities. You're backing off and want to call them idiots. But you better not rush up in there. You better be careful. Uncle Yakes have warned you. Anyway, I just needed to get that off my chest. And I'm going to introduce you to what the future have. You know, this is a little bit about the foolishness that we as adults uh, are going through. And by the way, those of us that pray, you, you got to pray and, and, and do put out a positive energy that, this, that these, these people have lost their mind. They're mad in the White House that they don't do something foolish that could destroy uh, civilization as we know it with nuclear weapons. Because we got to preserve it for young people like the one I got in the house here. So right now, uh, ladies and gentlemen, I want to introduce introduce you to this young guest. Now, you guys know how I butcher up names. And I told the young man that uh, it's gonna, I, I might kind of work with his name. And he said something about Kyrie. Yes, sir. <laughs> Look at Jarvis. <laughs> Look at Jarvis, the engineer, help me out with this right here. <laughs> and Jarvis and Kyrie, welcome to the Larry Exercia Show. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. How you doing, man? I'm great. How about yourself? Oh, man, it's great to have you here. We're going to have you to, to take this old dude here <clears throat> and teach me about the world here. Most and definitely. look here, when I was talking to Kyrie and the engineer over here, Javis, uh, how to get this name, and you guys mentioned a basketball player by the name Kyrie. Yes, sir. Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving. Yes, sir. And they look at me and like, you don't know who Kyrie Irving is? <laughs> I ain't, I ain't never watched a game of baseball, basketball, football <laughs> in my whole life. In fact, I think Venus Williams is the best linebacker in the in the NBA. That's how I think of this. <laughs> I think Tiger Woods, the last touchdown that he did the home run with, that's my sports. But uh, so so Javis, you got the pictures of uh, Kyrie up there, and and they were telling me, but this brother said the Earth is flat. I got to <laughs> I got to listen to this brother. I got to look into that. I'm waiting for someone to com- convince me that the world that the earth is flat. I need something out of the out of the norm here. Kyrie. Yes, sir. Tell us a little bit about yourself. You're an entrepreneur, you you're practicing ASL sign language. Yes, sir. And uh, tell us a little bit more about you. So, I'm 16. I'm entering my junior year this year. So. You're not for 16? Yes, sir. 16. Oh my. <laughs> God. 17 December, so I'm getting ready for that. You know, entering my junior year, uh, do multiple uh, extracurriculars outside of school, such as like internships and uh, mentoring and all that. And I'm do a business program at UCLA, up at UCLA. So I enjoy that. So when you say doing a business program at UCLA, what is that? What does that mean? They all have to do with uh, stock markets. So we do stuff with stock market competitions, reading stock, learning about stock, understanding different stocks and all that. Oh, this guy's going <laughs> to make me rich, guy. I got, oh, my goodness. What made you uh, get into the, the look into that area of entrepreneurship? I've always had a fixation of money and how it works and everything. So most definitely I always wanted to know why so many, why certain people have money and how they kept it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that's been my fixation with this. How do I get money and how do I keep it? So, And how do you use this tool, huh? Most definitely. Most definitely. And so what are some of the other stuff you're doing as an entrepreneur? Uh, mostly just right now I'm just trying to find other ways to give back to the community, you know, and stay close to the community. Because as a brand owner, sometimes you want to get big, 
and then lose your connection with the community. Slow down as a brand owner. Yes, sir. Tell us about the brand ownership here. So my brand I have is dynamic. <laughs> and you're hiding it behind the jacket? Most definitely. You know, even the jacket has it on it. Oh really? Yes, sir. Well, we can see the shirt. Let, let us see. Yes, the, let's sir. see the. Yeah, let us see the shirt, and then and, and and then later on, you, you 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 put put that jacket on, and let us see the back. Hold the back of the jacket up. Oh, most definitely. And see this, <laughs> and this is this is. Uh, this is yeah. This is my this is my clothes. It's my apparel. So basically. Dynamic just came from I had a vision and how I want to see the world, how I want to help the world. And I know I can only do that and make that big of an impact if I have money. So it was how do I use my skills and my talents to affect the world? And I came up with clothes. <laughs> well, clothing, I mean, that that's that's good. I mean, you know, as young African-American and especially the young African-American male, we are the trendsetters. Most you definitely. know, you, you I, and yes, I said we. I said young African American males, and yep. I said we at the same time because <laughs> I'm a young, tender guy myself. Okay. You know, but no, uh, I, I think that is the. That's a very good, um, way to look into it, because for many generations, we have been the trendsetters, right. and other companies have capitalized on the trend that we set right. and then leave us out and not benefit from it. And I think I'm seeing more and more young people. In fact, I was on this last trip. I can't think of the name of it. Plus, I'm not going to give them free advertisement <laughs> until they come on the show. Um, started a line of clothing in the South. Right. And it's really catered towards a lot of the Southern twist on on a, on a tire and, and, right. and the clothing Feel so, and I and I love what I'm seeing, and so you have a clothing line, and you're going to business school, and yes, sir, and um, and I've we did a little sign language in there. How did you? What made you think about ASL sign language? Well, <laughs> it was just different, you know. what I mean, uh, yeah, they had Spanish at my school, but uh, especially since I suffer a hearing disability, so in my left ear, I have twenty percent hearing was lost so my mom always thought that I should do sign language just to learn more about it and it's just like a different thing that everyone else hasn't been doing that I just wanted to do so uh how were you when you lost uh were you born like that or did no, you lose no it's four, was, four. <laughs> yeah you, four. you you said like you remember uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> a little bit is that is, is that something you prefer not to talk about oh no it's fine it's perfectly fine I'm comfortable with it what what happened oh so basically I was hit by a go-kart a, go, a golf cart when I was very young. So my mom took me to a hospital and they found a tumor, a cholesteatoma. So they had to get it out, but something happened. So they had to do reconstructive surgery. And within the reconstructive surgery, they lost like 20% of my hearing. And that's permanent? Yes, permanent. It was You know, I would have never thought that, you know, talking with you and because I'm a fan of sign language. And yeah, most definitely. Yeah, you saw me sign a little right. bit. And, yeah. and, and, I, and I actually uh, teach... Introduction sign language. I've mm -hmm. taught uh, ASL sign language to senior citizens to and help families that kids um, are born deaf and the kids go off to school and learn ASL sign language, but the parent has a problem with it, and I've helped bridge the gap in that. So that is, uh, and I see now I, what I like about it, and I tell you this: a lot of people don't realize that 
in corporate America now where you can see ASL sign language is becoming more and more pop culture. You see right. it in a lot of commercials, but a lot of people don't pick it up right. because they don't understand ASL. <laughs> But I'm looking at a lot of commercials, and I see sign language. I say, like, "Oh my God!" Right. They just they just snuck in a, a phrase here. And but what is happening is a lot of CEOs and and uh, are, are learning sign language that they can sit in meetings and and signal to each other um, information right. that other people are not get picking up on. <laughs> it's definitely a nice skill to have, especially when you're in the crowd. You said you was dealing with a young man out of uh, Africa with, with that? Oh, it was Haiti. Haiti. Yes, sir. So my freshman year, my teacher, he was from Haiti, and he wanted to take us to Haiti for spring break to talk to the or assign to the younger kids out there because they um, being deaf out there isn't something that's really embraced. So we went out there and we, we uh, played with them. We played with the kids out there. We signed to them and basically – built a connection with those kids. And it was a wonderful experience. I definitely got to see a different side of the world that I never knew or never saw. And you you really are into giving and, and, <laughs> and, and, you know, helping to elevate others, you know. Where do you get a sense of that from? Uh, <laughs> definitely how I was raised and just around the different people I've been around and uh, got to meet in my life. Definitely everyone who I've been surrounded with, from my, my grandfather to my mom to my, my grandmother to my cousins and my friends, they're all about giving and not just getting enough for yourself, but actually like sharing with with your friends and your community, the people who helped you get to where you got to. So, Yeah, you know, I know your mom. <laughs> uh, so, I, I, you know, Tammy, right? Um, yeah, yes, Tammy. <laughs> Tammy. Uh, uh, hello, Tammy. Uh, she's great. And you hey, got... Um, <laughs> A sister? Uh, yes, you got, sir. You got a... I have an older sister. She's 18. And I have a younger brother. And he's nine. Nine. Yes, sir. They're all sharp people. I'm telling you guys, there's a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful family. So where do you go from here? What What is your next... We have a lot of plans, a lot of moves that we're uh, ready to make. Uh, we're definitely getting more merchandise, having a few pop-up shops in the near future. Um building doing some more community service definitely we want to do christmas community service with we're partnering with this program mm -hmm. that every year they do they give out turkeys and books and presents to these kids and these families of children so they can have you know a typical christmas mm -hmm. a normal christmas that uh, they can't afford so i want me and a couple of dynamic people on my team to go out there and actually help so we're going to be giving, putting, packing their food in their cars and giving, distributing books and toys to the kids. So I go every year. Uh, it usually comes around my birthday. So I go every year, and it makes me feel kind of good inside knowing that. You know, Notice he said a couple of people on his team. He's 16. <laughs> he said a couple of people on his team. <laughs> uh, is, 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 is any of your team watching this today? Uh, they should be. You want to hey give guys. a shout-out to anybody? <laughs> yeah, um, just everybody who supported me, all the fans, all the uh, supporters, all the followers, just thank you. <laughs> Any names? Uh, I mean, not too many. I don't, 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 to don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you have a website? Yes, we do. What's the name uh, of it? It's Dynamic Clothes. Uh, yeah, dynamicclothes.bitcartel.com. Yeah, Big Cartel. Dynamic Clothes. Big Cartel. Cartel.com. Oh, there it is. Yes, sir. Yeah, that's our website. Or you can follow us on Instagram at dynamic underscore close um, 
see all our pictures there and get our website there. So, uh, so the next question I'm gonna ask him, you know, where's my T-shirt? I mean, I, I got you. Uh-huh, I got see? you. See? I got you. <laughs> no, just messing with you. No doubt. Let me let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. Um, you, in your age group, mm-hmm. what are some of the concerns you see as a young African American male, or if you know of some concern that is um, cross racial barriers that your generation talk about? Um, most definitely, I see a lot that there's like a lack of loyalty and a lack of community with us, with teens in general nowadays. Everyone's really trying to, or the images that we see in media is definitely people getting the one up on everybody else or they have to do whatever it takes to get to the top and there's not so much a, a big community. So when you say lack of loyalty, mm-hmm. what does that mean? So they will, a lot of, a lot of people that I see would risk their friend, lifelong friendships. I'm talking since pre-K. They'll risk that and uh, cross that other person just to get ahead in life by mm-hmm. a little bit. So Just meager gains and they stab exactly, you in the back. Exactly. <laughs> and it's honestly not even worth it. Yeah. It's not. So you see the lack of loyalty. Um, and what are some of the other things you see, uh, your your generation that you guys talk about? Um, Just everyone's trying to be the same. Everyone's trying to be popular. <laughs> honestly, everyone's trying to get likes and get followed and get noticed and be different. But as them trying to be different, they're all being the same. So it's kind of like ironic that they're trying to be different. Well, yeah, we used to, we say this in the entertainment industry is that everybody want to be on stage, but nobody want to be behind the curtains. Exactly. You know, a lot of times, <laughs> that's definitely. where the power is is behind right. the curtain, not not out there on the stage. And 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 quite often, that's one of the things I see in uh, in my. My generation was a little bit the same. Mm. You see this in because black people have suffered and and we've had to fight so hard for everything. Right. And that we get that crab in the barrel syndrome where one get up and we pull him down, him or her down, trying to get to the top. And so we suffer that. But I also like to say not enough of us want to be behind the camera. Most of us want to be in front of the camera. Too many of us want to be on the the spotlight that's on the stage, right. and not be in uh, behind the curtain pulling the strings. Right. And so you look at many of the communities that have gotten strong. Uh, everybody wasn't trying to be on stage, mm-hmm. and 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 I and I and I applaud you for understanding that. And because of one thing that I have learned is that, and I hope this helped any of the young people that is watching the show, and maybe for you. I learned that the more you elevate others, and I'll repeat that again, the more you elevate others, the higher you will ascend. And like people that. don't get that. <laughs> and a lot of people ask me, was well, Larry, you get to travel around the world doing this, you travel doing that, you work with some of the greatest musicians and stars, and da-da-da-da-da-da-da. It's because I never had a problem elevating people. And once you elevate people, then people want to see what's the foundation under the elevation. And guess who they look at? Uh-uh, <laughs> me. You know, but that's right. it. 
So a lot of the young people just try to remember that little quote coming from your boy, Larry. <laughs> the more you elevate others, the more you ascend yourself. And too many of us, too many of us want to put our name on your hard work instead of getting behind you and supporting you Shoot. or getting beneath you and elevating you because they don't realize that they're elevating themselves. And I, I've seen the battles for many, many, many years. And So let me ask you another question. When you and your age group mm -hmm. talk about the problems you see with adults, mm -hmm. what is that? What are some of the things that you guys see? Um, definitely at my school, we talk a lot about what's in the news, like re what you're talking about regarding to like Trump, the presidency, um, everyday problems that we see on the news. And a lot of people take it as a joke, but there also are a lot of people who are very passionate about it. And one thing I see in my generation is we're doers. Not too many. We, we have a call. Okay. They, 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 they fell off, <laughs> but go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah. We're a lot of doers. So we, we, are really ready to do strikes. We're ready to do protests and everything so we be heard. And that's what I appreciate about my generation is no matter what, whether it be social media, whether it be physically going out and doing it, whether it be writing about it, we will be heard. Mm -hmm. So that's what I appreciate about, you know, the millennials out here. <laughs> oh, that's a very powerful statement, though. Right. And you just taught me something. <laughs> and so... So one of the things, if I'm hearing you correctly, mm -hmm. one of the things that my generation can learn by your generation is that you're willing to be heard and you're willing to get out and take chances, protest, and use social media to get your message out, to get your voice out. Most definitely. How do, when you talked about the, let's say the president, mm -hmm. um, how do your generation, as you see it, I know you can't speak for everybody, I right, get that, right, right. but we're talking about your immediate circle. How do mm -hmm. they see this president? <laughs> Basically how everyone else sees it. Uh, he's not what we're used to. He's not fit as what we can see. We're That's another thing with millennials. We're, we're not dumb. We, we understand what's happening like and we understand what's right and what's wrong. And we know when something's wrong and we know what's fair. So when we, we talk about it, a lot of people try to joke about it to relieve some of the, the tension. But at the end of the day, we, we are very angry. We do want change. And a lot of people are making steps to make that happen. I, I really I, I like what you're saying there. It's a very powerful step. See, that's what you get when you Join the Larry X's here show. <laughs> uh, quality young people. Okay, uh, do you, you, I'm, I'm loving this. So I'm asking you a question. I'm peeling back questions at a time. We talked about right. where you see the president and what kind of president do your generation want to see? Give me an example of a president that did that. that, that uh, I don't want to lead the question. Mm -hmm. I want you to answer this on your own. Uh, what? What do you want to see in a president? Just to speak for millennials, uh, we all loved Obama. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. <laughs> there you go. We, go we all loved Obama. He was just, uh, and Bernie Sanders. Any millennial I knew wanted Bernie Sanders to win just basically because what they have in common is they're people persons. They're people 
I want to say people pleasers, but they're for the people. And that's what people want nowadays. That's what millennials want. They want someone who's going to help them. They don't care too much about the the money side or about the the numbers and the all that, but they want to know someone. We I got a call? Almost definitely. I think someone is calling. Let's see. Pick up your headphone then and let's see here. Uh, caller, you on the air? Yes. May I speak with Kyrie? <laughs> hey. There you go, caller. Hey, what's up? What's up? How are you doing? Great. How are you? Who do we what have on? What made you decide to go into business for yourself? Um, basically, I wanted something different, and I wanted to be different and make a change, and I knew that no one could make that but me. So I decided on my own to step up and step out on faith and do it. I am so proud of you, and I will be buying one of your shirts. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much. And this is a, it is, it, it, this amazing. Uh, 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 Carla, let me just speak for myself. You know, you can see I got gray hair, uh, so I'm not. I'm a little bit older than 16. But isn't it amazing to see a young 16 year old, where we don't get to see this in the news media, and hopefully we uh, with this show. And I want to thank Carolyn for. Wilkins for inviting you to the show, but Most isn't definitely. this amazing for us to get to see these young people that is in the shadow but doing such great things, Carla? Yes, and for us as older people, we need to get behind those that are trying to make it out there in the world. I I show, so thank you for calling the show, and uh, you want to give us your first name and just Kathy. Kathy, I just <laughs> want to thank you for calling, and and I I tell you I I am so impressed, not by just his drive, but he's his ability to articulate what he wants exactly, and that is exactly. a very important thing in, in in being an entrepreneur, being able to articulate it. And thank you so much for calling. Stay in contact with the Larry X's Ears Show. Hit me up on Facebook. Or email me at Larry Yakes as is at AOL.com. And I'd love to hear from you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye-bye. I, I really like, and and when I listen to your age, group, mm. 16, and saying that um, you guys love Bernie Sanders, <laughs> that's pretty exciting, though, for me. I wasn't a Bernie fan. Uh. <laughs> and, but you know but I'm learning but right. you know what I mean I'm right. learning and, and and that's what I want to be open to mm -hmm. and I think one of the things that you just said to me about Barney mm -hmm. which I guess was different from Hillary and you kind of made it put it right out there is that he's a people person right and Hillary just was not a she's just not a people person. I'm a fan of Hillary. She's right. very brilliant. So we're going on the fact that okay, she's brilliant and Bernie Sanders is mm -hmm. brilliant as well. But I really like the fact that you brought it home to the show in uh, what you uh, uh, millennials could see in Bernie because I wasn't quite getting it. <laughs> Sometimes my age group we can overthink it, <laughs> and so. But a Bernie Sanders and a a President Obama is what you want to see in a president, right. someone that knows how to speak to you and your needs. Right. And um, let me and now so let's move on to another question: um, racism. How do you, as a young African American, sixteen, and in your school and in your environment, how do you see racism? Well, 
Well, with the school I go to, it's it's not tolerated whatsoever. Um, there are that's one thing that I feel like we do need to work on as millennials. We kind of since the gap between the the like Martin Luther King era and the Rosa Parks era and us is pretty significant. Mm-hmm. We kind of forget the struggle that they actually had to go through, so we become kind of numb to it and take things as a joke. So often you have people making racist or stereotypical jokes and then when they're checked on it they're like oh it was a joke like oh why are you taking this so serious but people like me who who understand and grew up around strong individuals that taught me about my coaching and taught me about myself and made me love myself i get offended by that you know what i mean mm-hmm. because i i'm one of the few that stay connected with that air so yeah a few of us and that's the worst thing there's often people of that race who are disrespecting that race and it's so confusing because you're not only bringing yourself down but you're bringing your your parents down you're bringing your grandparents down. so you well, that was a little bit confusing what you just said so okay. if i'm hearing you correctly right, you right. said uh you mean in a sense where there are black people that is disrespecting the yeah, race yeah or not just uh not outside just, yeah but even so it's so it's like not only you're letting other races think that's okay because you oh you got I mean? you yeah so you have other people doing it and you have your own people doing it which makes it kind of hard because you will want your people to be there to comfort you and to help you out but instead they're also being a part of the problem yeah so and if i'm here once again if i'm hearing you correctly if you hear whether it's an asian hispanic or white person say mm-hmm. something negative about black people right and if that black person don't stand up and check it right you know in a in a civil way right then they're being part of the problem as well yes and i've always said that too one of the things that i've always um done is i've already i've always stood up right you know i've always, I've always tried to stand up for what was right uh, to the best of my ability and what what I've seen. And it has worked for me. There have been times when uh, it brought about a little pain. Definitely. But, you know, it's, 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 this is the old saying, I love it, it's still old and I still use it. And if you don't stand for something, you fall for anything. And those well, are definitely. statements that don't go away. Mm. And I, I love the fact that you stand up for it. Um, and so when you say the school won't tolerate it, what school is that again? Oh, it's Da Vinci Design High School. Say that again? Da Vinci Design High School. Da Vinci Design High School. High school. You tell the principal of Da Vinci Design <laughs> High School to come on to Larry X's ear show. I want to talk to <laughs> Most definitely. She'll love that. I'm serious. Okay. I want you to, I'm, I'm, I'm holding you on, on to Most that. Most definitely. And because we want here, we want to support that type of, uh, um, education that type of right. programming that type of of um sensitivity to the different um racial groups because mm-hmm. once again you don't want to be mean to a white kid because he's white you don't want to be mean to an asian kid you don't want there's all these 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 jokes and right. and demeaning things that we can say about each other doesn't matter who you are it just that we as African American has been the typical target for right. all of these jokes, but we want we need to try to get past a lot of that. And you know, and comedy belongs where comedy belongs. Some things right. is just not funny. But like you said, there's a divide in educating the new generation of what is painful 
to African Americans? What is painful to a young Hispanic? Right. Um, what is painful to um, a young white person? Mm. You know, uh, and then so now the the uh, follow through with another question. We got another caller. I look like let's pick up. We get you get <laughs> some callers that we don't normally get callers. Caller, uh, you're on the line with Larry Yakes and they hung up. Okay, uh, <laughs> they got away. But anyway, mm-hmm. um, so now the next question is, in your generation, because I myself um, went through a generation that was really anti-gay, right. especially in the African-American community. Right. And so a lot of black people got offended when people say, well, black people are really homophobic. Right. That's not true. We are. We grew up <laughs> in my generation. We grew right. up in the generation before that. But... And I tell you a little bit about why that is. Mm. Um, let, let me just say this before I forget it. I'm, I'm an old man now. For those of you that uh, say we're black men and especially black men, although there's been gays in our community, but what has not been addressed, and this is to the gay community on all sides, one of the reasons that black men and people was labeled and, and was so anti-gay it's because when it was brought over as slaves, many of those men was raped by their oppressor and their slave owners. And many of them was forced bestiality upon these black men and these young black boys. And many of them was brutally raped and there was no outlet or anything to do. We know about the rape of women we know about the rape of girls, young girls doing the slave trade. But what the, the, the story that has not been told is how much rape went on to young males by slave owners and just any uh, white person that had any kind of ax to burn, he could just brutalize us. And so that is some of, not all, but that is some of the pushback from the African-American on homosexuality, it didn't, and it doesn't. But it did. It did get out of control to the point where uh, many start to be brutal. That was not something that I am condoning. I am just saying, remember the seed. You you can look at the fruit, but you got to remember that there was a seed planted before that tree grew. Now, in now, bringing to your generation, sixteen, how do your age group? see homosexuality and transgen- transgender? Uh, we're very support. Oh, in my age group, they're very supportive of it. Obviously, you have people who don't like it. There are always going to be people who don't like people just for living their lives. But often you have people like me in my lane where it's just like, I'm going to stay in my lane. Like, whatever you do with, what, however how you feel about someone is you. And that's your life. That's how you choose to live. And I'm fine with that. But there's are people who still feel negligent negli- really towards it? But negligent. Yeah. I mean, uh, uh, negative. Yeah, negatively. exactly. Um, I really like the way you said that That many of is very supportive of it. Mm. And I think that's the direction that we should be going in. Right. And, and for you to be... And you don't realize this because you, you, you're young. Mm-hmm. Being 16, African-American male, in this generation talking to someone that is... <coughs> a few years older saying no we totally support 
the gay community, that's a huge step in our community. And I applaud you for that. And, 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 and here again, I see that you stand up once again for what's right. Definitely. You know, uh, there was a battle going on by um, transgender bathrooms where, you know what I'm doing? Right, right, right. And uh, uh, did you guys talk a little bit about that be, um, among it, or you just didn't see a big deal about it? Um, we um, definitely, a lot of uh, LGBT students at my school talked about it. Uh, we had conversa open conversations about it within the classrooms. To me, my point of view is it shouldn't be a problem. You know what I mean? If that's what they choose they need to feel comfortable, then why not? You're a wonderful young man. <laughs> I tell you. <laughs> Thank you. Appreciate it. No, you know, I really, you, you, you're very liberal and you're very progressive, but you, you, and you, you're very smart. Don't let nobody, well, I'm not going to box you in. You actually are conservative with liberal, um, ways and and, and 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 that's not a bad thing now right because a lot of time when you hear the conservatives get out there and we'll attach conservative and Republican that's not the same thing mm. uh, this Republican and the conservative as we know it no longer exists but what is conservative I like about your conservativeness is that you saw a need to do something for yourself right uh, that's a conservative that ha that has nothing to do with color. Mm. Uh, it, is, it has nothing to do with being a Republican. Mm -hmm. And you being an entrepreneur, that is a conservative way to pull that, that old ethic, pull yourself up by your bootstraps and all of that kind of stuff, you know. But the fact that you, an entrepreneur, you 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 um, um, want to build a business. Right. And, you know, you want to give back. That's a very, very powerful conservative way. And I just, you know, once again, I'm, I applaud you for that, man. You, um, you've been a wonderful, wonderful guest here today. You've kind of opened the old boy's eyes up here, you know. But <laughs> I tell did my job. So the 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 uh, dynamic dynamic dynamic, yes, sir. The dynamic clothing line, and you can get this and see this young brother online. And I'm looking at his name again. Kyrie? Yes, sir. Perfect. <laughs> See? Ah. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> <laughs> then I, the sh show is coming to a close. Uh, we, we've done an hour here almost, man. Oh, wow. Time flew by. Yeah, we got our job. How many minutes we have here? We got five minutes. We got five minutes. And what else you want to tell us about your uh, the, the direction you want to go in? Uh, like I just said before, it's for the community uh, just take the time right now. Anyone who feels like they can contribute, if they want to help, if they know anybody who can help or wants to help, don't hesitate to email us, to DM us on any of our social medias like we put out before, and we will respond, period. You will respond. <laughs> we will respond. So what, what do you say to young uh, brothers like yourself mm -hmm. that feel hopeless, I definitely try to put hope in them and instill hope in them, but I want to teach them that they have it within them because eventually I'm not going to always be there to help them and support them and give them that word, but they need to find that in themselves to give themselves that word and give themselves that motivation because Kyrie's not always going to be there and other people aren't always going to be there for you, but what are you going to be able to do when you're by yourself? You write, you write in a book, right? 
<laughs> I wish, sir. Huh? I wish. <laughs> no, no, no. You just started it. <laughs> oh, the minute you said that, I'm going to hold you to that, man. I, I'm going to hold you to this. I wish. That means once you wished it, it is, it is absolutely on its way, man. And uh, I tell you, I'm, I'm, you know, very few things render your boy Larry speechless, but you have rendered me speechless here almost here Appreciate today. That. Because um, <laughs> you, you really have inspired me to continue to reach out to young people and be more and more involved and do what I can to, once again, the more you elevate others, the <laughs> higher you will ascend yourself. I have to tweet that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so moving forward, uh, when does when school start back? The 22nd for me. So, yeah? Yes, sir. It's coming to an end. Summer's <laughs> coming to an end. Summer's coming to an end. Oh, my goodness. But so, the work's not going to stop. You know, I'm going to keep doing what I got to do to go where I need to go. And, and what do you what do you do for fun? <laughs> um, I do parkour, which is... What is that? Parkour is like um, like street gymnastics. That's the best way I could put it. Really? <laughs> yeah. Um, it's really fun. I go to a place called Tempest. So I do that. Um, I intern at Tempest. So I help the children, you know... Wait kids. a minute. Java just put some stuff up here. Is this the kind of stuff you're talking about? Yes, sir. Man, I'm starting <laughs> to ache and... Oh, Jesus. Yes, sir. So I do a lot of that. Draw. Go take So photos. did you design your logo? Yes, I did. I did everything. All uh, everything. All that's me. Uh, me and my friends really soon are going to make a blog page. So we're going to be start doing that really soon. Just little projects here and there that I like to. Execute. So you 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 promise to come back on the show and and keep most us, definitely. I'll keep, keep coming us, as much as you yeah. <laughs> as much you want me to. Yeah, keep us up on a look here. The show has come to an end. This has been a wonderful show. Here's what I do: I ask my guests to give. We only have about a minute, so I give a few words of wisdom to the listener, young people, to whomever. The best I can say is just do what dynamic stands for, and that's just to keep progressing and keep moving forward and keep growing. Uh, as Even as life gets harder, just keep growing and keep doing the best you can do, and every day is a better day. I, I really appreciate that. <laughs> and re remember, um, once again, uh, I will be back here uh, the first Thursday of next month, uh, and we have a show for you. I'm going to be taking a little bit of hiatus and moving around a little bit, but you guys stay in here with me now. Join me on Facebook. And once again, I am so impressed with this young man. And the one thing that I want to say in, in, in ending the show, we all are, are blessed enough that we have this thing that we call inner dialogue. And with our inner dialogue, there's often battles that goes on. And oftentimes we listen to the dialogue that gives us the, the, the strongest visceral feelings and we start to react to it. And because of that, we tend to go and function based on our emotions and not make proper decisions sometimes because we are so emotionally out of sync with the spirit of who we are and the peacemaker that's in our inner dialogue and that higher power, the higher consciousness that guides us through this universe of consciousness. And that we can, as I say, this young man has one of the most powerful women 
in his corner called his mom, Tammy. And I like to say, remember, a nation can rise no higher than it elevates its woman. This is Larry X as is, because when you elevate that woman, you get a young man like this. Thank you. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.